go back at it. Um, good to be here. I uh, actually missed doing it this past week. Um, so this week I'll probably be recording two, which is cool. Uh, again, going to reiterate, just want to be consistent with this and keep myself going just like a, like a commitment to a, uh, an an exercise goal or a health goal. I'm trying to commit myself to this um, this task, really. And again, nothing, um, at least for the moment, no particular reason other than talk about things that are on my mind, that are interesting to me, put some things out there and see, you know, who's been thinking about the same thing or who's yeah yeah who's who's inter- interested in, in similar ideas and concepts is really the, the the root of it for me so here we go uh on this one i i do have a couple things that i um am, i guess excited to share and talk about one of them being patience um and then another one uh, is related to this book that i'm reading called uh, the Brothers Karamazov. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but it's by this guy named Fyodor Dostoevsky. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Real quick, just wanted to touch on the day and say that it was uh, it was a rough one. This is Monday. Today is Halloween. <clears throat> so I don't know if that had something to do with it. But the class was uh, particularly rowdy today. Um, the students that are especially rowdy were even more so today, and that's always a challenge, um, but, you know, you make it through the day, you find a way. It was rough, though, I'm not going to lie. It definitely tested me. Um, it tested my patience, which is something I'll, I'll definitely touch on in a second, um, but yeah, Hopefully tomorrow will be better. Um, but yeah, might as well just get into it right now. Uh, this uh, my thoughts on patience recently, and uh, I've been thinking about it in a couple in a couple different domains, if you will. Um, so the first one being business. Uh, so I think I mentioned in one of the previous ones that I, I have a basketball training business that I'm I'm just starting out, and uh, it's just me. So that's been an endeavor recently. Um, the other one that I wanted to talk about it with is, um, well, yeah, I guess you could say in life overall, patience, um, waiting for your time, right? Trusting that it will come, um, sticking to the grind, really. So I guess it's kind of related to the business thing, but then like, again just looking at life overall like what do you what what heights are you trying to reach what kind of life are you trying to set up for yourself um just realizing that it is going to be a process um and yeah i'm sure along the way other things may come up otherwise i'll just talk about those two things um so the first one with business uh again having a basketball training business so i should mention that I'm new, I'm, I'm fairly new to this area. Uh, so this is the San Joaquin County 209. Um, 
is what some people refer to it as, but I've been here since 2020, uh, since March, April, <clears throat> no, May actually, May of 2020, uh, right when the pandemic hit. Um, at that time, I was living in LA, uh, post-graduating from UCLA, working at um, a nonprofit out there, which was kind of cool. And shout out to the Broad Center. Shout out to all the people that I met there. Um, it was a good experience. But then the pandemic happened in the last year of my time there. And everybody started working from home. And I had made plans to move back to back with my family uh, by the time my job was ending. Because uh, just quickly mention that the place that we were working, uh, they were going to move locations. So uh, by the end of 2020, everybody was <clears throat> either going to move with them or, you know, have to f find another job. So I knew that I was going to move back to this area anyways. Um, and I would say how long it took me a year to, uh, you know, obviously to get myself familiarized and doing the basketball training has had always been something that was on my mind. I want to say <clears throat> after graduating from UCLA, like I was just thinking about all kinds of side hustles, to be honest, in addition to like my regular work, nine to five, whatever. Basketball was something uh, that I thought would be pretty feasible, pretty fun, um, nice way to make you know, start a business and do something. So being uh, being at home with the family, uh, not having to worry too much about rent, uh, definitely gave me some time and opportunity to think about it, put some ideas together, put some things in writing, and really just go for it. Uh, and I guess that's like a, it's a testament to who I am as a person, like, I have a lot of different ideas and obviously don't uh, act on all of them, but there are times where I'll just, you know, I'll see a play, I'll see a move, and I'll just take it, and I think over time, and especially, and the other thing is listening to a lot of other people uh, that, you know, have done exceptional things in life. There's definitely an element of risk-taking involved, like calculated risk-taking, taking chances, being willing to shoot the shot, uh, as my peers would probably <laughs> be familiar with. Shoot your shot. Um, don't be afraid to do it. Take a chance. Uh, obviously, don't put yourself in bad positions, right? But every now and then, you, ha you have to be willing to shoot. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it, see what happens and see what I can do in a year, all right? That was kind of the, uh, that was gonna be the, the evaluation point. Uh, do it for a year, see what you can do, see who you can meet, how much money you can make, um, does it fit in your schedule, all this kind of stuff, right? And long story short, it worked out. It was slow, it was painful at first, but the first year was pretty cool. And, ah, man, I have this story. Like, I'll never forget it. I don't know why, but 
you know, it's just like, it felt like uh, the beginning of my villain origin story. Like, everybody has that. Athletes, you're familiar with that. Like, when a coach cuts you from a team because uh, you weren't good enough, quote-unquote, and then you meet them, you know, at some point down the road in a big game or just in any game, really, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that, that's that coach that cut me or that's that player that got the spot over me, whatever, right? Um, there was this moment when I was passing out flyers, like I had, I was going around parks, putting up these flyers, like training, woo woo. And there was a group of kids, maybe like five, six of them, whatever, probably middle school, maybe high school, freshmen, whatever. I go up to them, offer them a flyer, and they're like, nah, you know, just straight up, nah. They didn't even say anything else. And man, let me tell you, did I feel demoralized? I was like, shit. I'm not about to make it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do this. Like, who the, who the heck is gonna train basketball with me, right? I don't even look like a basketball player, uh, you know, to, to a casual eye, a blind eye, whatever. Um, so that hurt. I was like, damn. But I picked myself back up, you know, kept on going. Uh, Same day, met a dad and a son. They were out there shooting. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to walk up to them. I got flyers. Let me just tell them what's up, right? And funny enough, that was my my first person. Uh, Shout out to Sam, bro. Him and his dad trusted me. We spent pretty much a summer together trying to make his varsity team because he was going into his junior year. Um, long story short, he got injured, so he wasn't able to try out to the full extent, didn't make the team, um, but he's still hooping, so shout out to him, good for him. In any case, that all happened in the same day and I just remember that moment because it was like I really could have folded at that time I could have been like yeah fuck it all I got these flyers but I, I could just throw them away and you know not do this because these kids they roasted the heck out of me or it just felt like I got roasted um, and I wouldn't be at this point today which is crazy. Um, But anyways, I think I probably said more than I should have, but that's okay because, you know, that's the nature of these things. But what I was trying to say is about being patient, right? Um, So recently, yes, here we go. This is what I was trying to set up. So me being new to this area, me being a brand new basketball trainer, and me not necessarily looking like one or having the resume of one, which is really interesting. Uh, I think people that have the resume, right, whether they've played college ball uh, at any level, let's say D1 to D3, maybe NAIA, junior college, whatever, have played overseas, have that advantage, right? Like, obviously, they are competent and skilled in the sport 
otherwise they wouldn't have made it that far so that definitely adds to their ability to pull in people and say oh yeah like this guy played overseas i played in france woo woo come train with me for a hundred dollars a session huh but yeah that was kind of that was an attempt at a joke and that was at no one in particular i kind of just made that up off the top of my head but anywho my point is uh it's hard it has been hard for somebody like me to insert myself into the the space really and kind of make a name for myself if you will from the ground up but that that is something that I'm looking at as the the challenge the the fun part of it right like it is because I don't have any like any context like I'm like I'm a brand new insert like I just got plugged into this community the the world is my oyster really um I can I can continue to do my own thing I can continue to put myself out there and at some point down the road along this journey I will come across someone or a group of people that have a similar vision, that have a similar training basketball philosophy as I, because I'm sure there are, um, and we'll make some cool things happen. And until then, I'm just gonna be super patient with this process. And it's something that I have to remind myself of um, because, so here's another interesting thing that I, I've wanted to say <clears throat> for some time is that I'm pretty, overall in my personal life, I'm pretty social media averse, at least in these times, um, for a variety of reasons. One of them, you know, I just like, these days I just prefer to be incognito. Um, my line is always open, which is the uh, interesting part of that. If anybody ever reaches out, I'll definitely get back to them um, within a reasonable time. I'm not like a, you know, text me, you'll hear from me like three months later type of person. So my line is always usually pretty open, but I am pretty incognito off the radar as much as I can be. So, but I realized that having a basketball business, I've probably said this before, it sounds like I've said this before, but having a basketball business, I realized that I have to have a social media presence just so, you know, I can gain a following, put myself out there, people can share stuff, et cetera, et cetera, right? Meet people, connect, network, you know, all of the above. So, why did I bring that up? Dang it. I'm pretty social media averse. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty social media adverse, and, but what I, I see a lot on social media is other people and there you have it is me the typical situation right like you're comparing where you're at to where somebody else is at uh, and they're they have all the success right they in my context they're winning championships they are getting all the good kids right all the talented athletes they are at the good high schools they're running camps they got HD videos on Instagram. 
um, 4K, 1080p, whatever it is. They got cool effects, cool graphics, cool edits. Um, yeah, and here I am, little old me, feeling inferior. <clears throat> and I think we've all probably experienced this to some extent and probably normal to compare so i've definitely been resisting that urge as much as possible and here we go to kind of cap this one off is reminding myself to be patient with this process uh, it's not always easy right you do want to you want your time to shine i think we all do but for me i also understand and respect that most things are a grind I get that, um, and for my athletes, if there if there are any athletes out there, or really anybody that you know either went to university or played like on a sports team, so in high school, most people don't get to play on varsity until their junior or senior year, unless unless you're really exceptional, um, right? Like playing like serious, being like a key part of the team. Uh, in university, you don't graduate until four years, so whatever field of study you ch decide to go down, you have to put in a lot of classes to ultimately get that degree. So I'm trying to remind myself of that when it comes to this business thing. Like, I'm only, um, how, I started 2021, April 2021, so I'm only a year and seven months in which man it's it honestly feels like it's been a long time but then it hasn't really been at all so that's it's cool and exciting because i have been able to accomplish quite a bit in this time i've met a lot of different people uh, a lot of people have met me you know it's like hey you're that big dreamers basketball guy yeah uh so that's been cool so I look forward to it and once again reminding myself to be patient with all of it um, and then I guess I can just because I mentioned it I should just quickly say like in overall life I do have a lot of goals for myself I am pretty ambitious in the life that I am trying to set up although I don't have like a crystal clear destination so, you know, I don't know. Some people will say that you need a goal, like a clear goal. For me, I've never really had that. It's more so just like continuing to, to elevate myself um, as much as possible. And I, I think I did mention this in one of the previous ones, is really just seeing what my ceiling is. Like what are the limits of my capabilities right now? Um... But although those are, you could say, ambitious goals, in actuality, you know, I'm stumbling a lot. I get lazy, I get tired, I get irritated. Um, there are things that I could do to be more efficient, more productive, but I don't. So I am flawed. Uh, but that is a part of being human. And I realize that. So. 
I'm still holding myself to as high of a standard as I can, but I'm also giving myself grace and patience that your time will come if you just keep chipping away at it. So, and maybe that doesn't even that doesn't even have to be the goal like when the time has come, like maybe the whole thing, right? Again, journey not the destination, eh? Um but yeah, I guess I've been thinking about that a lot just because, you know, I'm kind of in that age. I guess you you could also say overall like my peers It's a pretty broad, diverse group of peers that I have. Being from San Jose, going to... So I went to uh, Gunnerson High School um, in San Jose. I went to school in L.A., met a lot of different people over there. Now live in Manteca. So it, it is quite interesting to see, like, what is possible in life, the different routes you can take jobs, pursuits, all that kind of stuff, and even there, you can kind of get caught up in the comparison game, like, damn, they're making that much money, they got that job, they're doing that, woo, 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 super cool, Um, but I think, uh, you know, one thing that I've always reminded myself is that we're all unique, obviously, we all have our own journeys to take. We all develop differently, so, you know, be patient with whatever your goals are, with whatever you're trying to achieve, and again, set up your life as, be patient with that. Be ambitious, you know, and have the discipline and the work ethic to make that happen, but then also be patient with yourself, give yourself grace, and ask yourself, like, am I working towards it most of the time? Am I doing what I need to be doing most of the time? And I'll just quickly shout out, uh, I got that from this podcast, uh, podcast, Modern Wisdom, Chris Williamson, and uh, Ryan Holiday, uh, the writer he has his own podcast and Instagram account called The Daily Stoic. He's been a big advocate of the Stoic philosophy over the past few years. So um, they were talking about discipline. And they were saying how the Stoics obviously av- advocated and encouraged people to be disciplined in their day-to-day. Um, but then also recognize that we are human and we are flawed. And like I mentioned, like we get irritated, we get lazy, we get sleepy. We don't want to do stuff sometimes. We're emotional, whatever. So just remember that and give yourself that patience. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just quickly mention it again because I did bring it up. Uh, the brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. So I'm about 140 pages in. I want to say there's like 700, 800. Um, But so far, so good, man. I won't get into too much of the details of what the book is. I'll just speak on it broadly, and I'll just speak on Dostoevsky's writing broadly. Uh, I'm a huge fan for 
a couple reasons. Um, one being his his ability to just describe human nature and human interaction and paint it with such vivid colors through his writing is pretty it's pretty powerful. Um, me, I think I'm especially attuned to how people interact with each other. Like I'm a I'm a people watcher, right? And I can sense. I can sense when people are feeling some type of way or they're getting agitated or they're getting annoyed or, you know, you pay attention to tone and body language and eye movement, hand movement. So when a writer is able to express that and convey that through the writing, like I I immediately become fascinated uh, because it's, you can you can really and I always tell it to people like good writing it's what is it a cliche whatever Uh, good writing or at least my teachers would always tell me this growing up in school that good writing will paint the picture in your head right an image will come up uh, based off of what you're reading and I definitely feel that when I'm reading Dostoevsky and I guess yeah that the second point was very related to that, so I'll just leave it at that. Like, his ability to... I guess one specifically is to communicate the human condition, right? Like, a lot of the the plot is about, you know, all the things that make up humans. Lying, shame, guilt, uh, camaraderie, honesty... Family, society, philosophy, religion, like all of this is captured obviously in the context of 17th century Russia, but the human nature aspect of it is it's very relatable because you could say that we haven't changed much and human nature has, you know, it takes a while to change that kind of stuff, so we're, we're not that much different. Um, and then the second point being specifically like the ability to convey that through the writing specifically um, the word choice the length of descriptions of somebody like he'll use one or two sentences to describe somebody's face right or maybe even more Um, yeah Uh, so Dostoevsky Brothers Karamazov so far so good um, and chipping away at it it's a long book so I'll probably you know have thoughts to share on it here and there but so far so good and um, I'll just quickly mention a couple podcasts that have stood out to me Lex Friedman Kanye West man what a time Uh, obviously I'm sure you've heard Kanye West in the news plenty everywhere uh, in the past week or two I won't touch upon that too much at the moment because I think that deserves its own um, its own time if you will but shout out to Kanye for going on to Lex and shout out to Lex for having him on man like again I mentioned in my first recording that podcasts are 
is the new frontier really it seems like for if you want it to be the new frontier for education and insight and learning and conversation um so for for that conversation to happen at that time at this time just a week ago that this past monday it's um it's pretty i don't know maybe this is hyperbolic but it's pretty profound it's pretty transformative uh an event of a lifetime in my opinion like um, let's be honest everybody talks about Kanye West when his name comes up in the news like probably 80% of people know what's going on with him he's one of those things it just yeah it really just has become that over the past you know 15 10 years whatever Lex Friedman being a, a huge voice in the podcast game all kinds of people to have Kanye on despite all the noise again is just it's just really something in my opinion um, so shout out to the both of them for doing that uh, anywho I already mentioned another podcast Chris Williamson Riley Holiday uh Another one that I, met, I I listened to yesterday that I think a lot of people, I think it's worth checking out, although, you know, may not be for everybody. Uh, I'll just use that as my, my caveat, may not be for everybody. <clears throat> but again, Modern Wisdom with Chris Williamson, he had on Carol Hoover, a doc, no, not a doctor, professor... Uh, I can't remember, so my apologies, but she's a some professor of some sort of medical uh, field at Harvard, uh, and she wrote a book, I want to say, that's called T for Testosterone, um, and they talked about, they talked about sex differences, they talked about um, how young men and men in general are viewed in society these days, particularly the West, uh, gender dysphoria, transitioning, uh, the what is testosterone, the effects of testosterone, which I think is is quite relevant to the times, and I think is important information for for people to have for a variety of reasons, but. Um, it was good. I thought they had a good conversation. It was lighthearted, even though the topic is pretty serious. And it, it get, it's hopeful. It's hopeful that... I think, for me personally, I will at some point touch upon this topic in full depth as much as I can because it has been something that has been on my mind a lot and I'll just say broadly speaking it's like this it's the the ideas of the progressive left or what the progressive left has become what it is today uh, DEI advocates diversity equity and inclusion um, the anti-racist um, yeah all that group although it's it's a variety, right? That was a very like umbrella description, but I know that there are subgroups within all of this. 
but I think they're all again within the under the same um, sort of umbrella um, and my journey with that is quite interesting and I I do look forward to touching upon that so hopefully sometime in the next you know in the next few recordings but um yeah that was another podcast that I thought was really cool and then what I'm listening to today I'll cap it off with this which has been pretty good so far is Lex Friedman and Andrej Kaparthi um so apparently a a really big name in artificial intelligence former head of artificial intelligence at Tesla um but they they they've been having a really good conversation so far like I'm pretty geeked out when it comes to Tesla stuff uh, really interested in it from a technology perspective even though I don't have a very strong technical background hearing people talk about it is really interesting and again if you're exceptional at something I'm happy to listen and see how you think about issues and problems and problem solving and all these kinds of things right productivity yada 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 and they actually do get into that, right? A lot of what... Oh, man. I could go on and on. This is like, this is like an engineering science-based thing, right? And if you know... If you're familiar with Elon Musk, you'll know that a lot of his philosophy, a lot of his thinking is based off of first principles, right? Like, how can we think about this from the very beginning without any preconceived ideas, notions, right? And what is it? What are we trying to accomplish here? What do we need to build? Uh, what are the parts can we make it do we need to buy it yada 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 right all these really cool questions and although they don't have like a direct transfer into life you know again it's like a mode of thinking that could benefit some people so really interesting to hear about artificial intelligence self-driving cars I'm about halfway in so I've got no actually like two-thirds in so I've got like an hour left I'll just quickly say it really is quite something that I'm binging all these podcasts because they are like two, three hours long. I don't know what that says about me, but, you know, they're really fun and educational. I'm learning a lot. And it uh, again, it gives me something to spend time with um, so that I'm not just on my own. I'm a, I'm a fly in the wall these days. But Lex Friedman, Andres Kaparthi, go check it out. Um, if you made it this far, shoot me a message. Let me know what you think. Um, if any of this is interesting to you, again, holla at me, man. I'm open to conversation. I like talking about different things. I like hearing from other people. And there we have it. Number three, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. <laughs>